What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Official Visit, the podcast about college baseball recruiting by players for players. I'm Joe Jimenez, and I want to give a quick shout out to our guys at Hyped Apparel. Big shout out to Zach. Big shout out to Tanner um, for everything they do, all their support. But guys, make sure you go check out their website, check out their Instagram, check out their TikTok. They're coming out with some awesome gear. You know, we talk about, Jared and I talk about it all the time. The gear is absolutely fantastic. Guys during spring training ask me about it all the time. Go check it out. Um, Discount code in the episode notes. On today's episode, we have Josh Bissonette. Josh um, is a fellow pirate in the Pirates organization. He's up in Altoona in AA right now. Um, And Josh is from Anaheim Hills, California. He went to Orange Lutheran High School, um, an absolute powerhouse of a baseball program uh, down in, in Orange, California, actually where Chapman is. Um, and, uh, before he committed to, to Baylor university, um, a really interesting episode. We talk about, um, Josh had a, a, an early commitment that kind of went wrong. Um, you know, we talk about his Baylor commitment very last minute. Um, and we talked about the importance of, of going to a big time high school with a great program, um, in orange Lutheran. Super interesting episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please, guys, we need feedback. Um, email us, message us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, let us know what you guys are thinking. Let us know what you guys want to hear more of, guests you want us to have on, et cetera, et cetera. Be on the lookout for a couple more blogs coming out, guys. Um, and yeah, I think we're ready to go. So let's go. Biss, thanks so much for coming on, man. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so we've been starting it off with guys' favorite memories at their at their colleges. I mean, do you have any specific memories that really stick to stick out to you from Baylor? Yeah, I mean, right off the top of my head, I can think of my sophomore year uh, playing in the Minute Maid Classic over in Houston. Mm-hmm. and we were playing Texas A&M in our last game there, and it was uh, – we were down three to one or three to two, bottom of the ninth, two outs, and our shortstop at the time, Tucker Cascadden, comes up. Uh, just literally perfect setting, perfect timing. Like, it's an absolute nuke almost to the train <laughs> tracks, like walk-off, grand slam, and we are just going crazy. And uh, just like to be a part of that experience, especially on like a big league stage, yeah. playing at that field made like everything, you know, just ecstatic. So that was that was pretty cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be one of many, one of many. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we'll we'll kind of get right into your story. Um, you're from Anaheim Hills, Orange area, pretty close to Chapman, huh? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> uh, you went to Orange Lutheran. Um, but when did you first start thinking about about college baseball? I mean, was it was it something in your family? Like, did your parents play or anything, cousins? Um, or is it kind of just a interest you've always had your whole life and you want to see how far you want to go? Yeah, um, basically from, you know, a young age, I, I came from a musical family. So really sports wasn't like 
you know, just forced to me. It was kind of like my decision. I could have chose to stuck with music or do something active. And I found baseball to be my thing from like, you know, when I was four years old. So just kind of fell in love with it. And then um, from there, went to Orange Lutheran High School, Um, you know, played there all four years. Uh, Didn't make the varsity team until junior year. So really, I didn't think about playing college ball until my junior year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, once I got there, it was, you know, I mean, the Trinity league, uh, any, any league in orange County or Southern California is going to be good, you know, Mm -hmm. but the Trinity league, especially you had guys like, I remember at my time when I was playing there, we had Josh Morgan, Jason Martin, like all these studs that were just like, you know, the big time guys. And I was still trying to find my way in there. Um, but you know the whole transition from Olu thinking about going to college really wasn't in my mind until I got to junior year or even like senior year. Yeah. I mean, was that something you were, I wouldn't say stressing about, but was that something, was it ever on your mind before your junior year? Was it like, Oh man, like I'd love to play college baseball, but I'm not on the varsity team yet. So that doesn't seem realistic. Or was it kind of just a, all right, I'm here. I can play with these guys. Like, and I want to keep playing. Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, my freshman and sophomore year, I was tiny. Like, I was mm. super small and didn't really grow into my body. I mean, between you and me, didn't grow into my body until my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. So, um, same. But really, yeah, and, I mean, you and I both know we had to grind yeah. it out. But mm-hmm. um, really, I kind of I started thinking about it my sophomore year. Um, I think my freshman year was just kind of, like, eye-opening to me because my first year of high school trying to just like, I guess, not screw up or do anything crazy, just do everything I was supposed to and, and focus on playing and go to school. But sophomore year, I kind of realized like, hey, I kind of want to do something so I can continue playing mm-hmm. after high school. <clears throat> and so, yeah. Were you uh, were you a big showcase guy, summer team? I mean, those summer teams in Southern California are legit. Um, yeah. Once you kind of made that decision of, yeah, let's let's go after – you know, I want to get recruited to play college baseball. Um, what route, what route did you take? But also if you can, if you can remember, did you have a full understanding of like how college baseball worked? If that makes sense. Kind of it's a, a great question. question. Um, I remember like summer ball. I actually played with the SoCal birds with Mike mm-hmm. Cosgrove. And I remember going to the JOs, the Junior Olympics mm-hmm. in Arizona. And that was like the big tournament where colleges would go and stuff. And uh, really, I had no idea what college baseball was. I just knew that, like, that's the next step that I wanted to go. I didn't even, like, really research, like, I mean, obviously, I knew, like, the SEC schools were the best. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was just like, D1, 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 like, I want to go there, D1. But didn't really know that, like didn't matter what school you went to as long as you got playing time and like had no idea that you could go anywhere, go off and then get picked up to play professionally down the road. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, going to those junior Olympic tournaments or whatever it was in Arizona, like Mm kind of made me realize that I wanted to play college baseball because I'd see all those like scouts and the polos and the, and like the bucket hats, they'd show up and it's like, okay, that's what scouts are. Like, that's what they look like. You know, Absolutely. I want somebody to come talk to me, but you know, 
how um i mean did the socal birds coaches um you know cosgrove did they help out at all with like providing information to parents and players of like hey this is how it works but like i mean in reality if a player is good enough they'll find a spot but going the extra step of like hey we're gonna try to get get your kid exposure but also like this is how it works i mean how well of a job did they do with that i think my cosgrove did a fantastic job um you know i got like a I, I don't know what to call it but i got like a a letter or an email from university of washington they were like my first school to be interested and they were like hey we want you to come to a camp and at the time I was like, oh, that's it. Like, that's mm-hmm. the school that wants me, you know, but like had no idea that they were just trying to go get an extra look at you because they yeah. saw you one time at a tournament and, mm-hmm. you know, but um, anytime a school wanted to come talk to me or whatever it was, I feel like they would go through Cosgrove or, or Eric Borba over at Orange Lutheran and mm-hmm. kind of figured out who I was as a person before approaching me instead of just like seeing me on a field and you know, calling me up right after the game. Like, I feel like coaches would do their job of going through their resources first before reaching them. Yeah. I mean, that's something we we talk about a lot on this podcast is, you know, us as players or players and parents got to do their, their research, but coaches do their research just as much. Like, I mean, if they're trying to find the right player, um, we had Monty Leon and Wilkie, talked about this all the time. Like it's all about, he was all about money was all about right player, right player. Um, and these coaches do their, their research. Um, but I mean, Bis, at what point did you start talking to, to Baylor? I mean, how, how'd that all pan out? Yeah, it was crazy. Actually. I, um, I was originally committed to university of the Pacific in northern california and signed a scholarship to nli with them and was going to go there and then in june of that summer going into my freshman year of college um the coaching staff at pacific got fired i don't know if they got fired or if they just left or i actually don't remember what happened yeah yeah there's some sort of change and um the reason why i want to go there is because they didn't promise me playing time but they were like hey look like you look like you could be our guy coming in and I wanted to go there cause I knew I was going to play. And so, mm-hmm. um, did that. And then they had the change and I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I want to go there anymore cause yeah. I'm not, you know, that relationship that I had with those coaches, like they're not there anymore. And, um, in July I had a workout with the SoCal birds and John Strauss, the pitching coach from Baylor, um, was there to watch me. And then basically talked to me and my mom right after the workout and like kind of offered me a scholarship on the spot. And it was kind of just like very eye-opening because it happened so late. And um, it was just kind of like, you know, the patience like finally paid off of like waiting so long and like the toughness of seeing other guys get, you know, picked up by schools. And it's like, when is my time going to happen? And then something like that happened where it's like, right there and you know i'm so fortunate and grateful that it happened like that but yeah you know i was getting ready to go to junior college which i was perfectly happy with but Mm -hmm. then that was there and so you know super happy that that happened 
Wow, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> wanna, <laughs> it's kind of a lot, yeah. <laughs> I want to unpack the UOP stuff real quick. Was your first reaction when you saw the coaching change, was your first reaction, okay, I don't know if I want to go there? Or did someone say, hey, coaching changes, this is, you know, like coaching staffs bring in their guys. If their guys or if they're not there, then their guys like, you know, don't necessarily have the spots or, or, or just the, again, like you said, the relationship, um, was that something where just in your gut, you're like, this isn't going to work out because the relationship's gone. Absolutely. I mean, that was the main reason why I was going to go there. Yeah. Um, just because I felt like when I went on my visit and when they talked to me on the phone and stuff, I felt, uh, you know, that they were going to trust me and, and give me an opportunity right when I went in there. But when a coaching change happens, you never know the politics of what, you know, the guys that they're going to bring in, like you said, like you could be as good and talented as you are, but if there's another guy that they know better, you really have to, mm-hmm. you know, prove yourself a little harder. And sometimes that gets hard because you might not get your chance somewhere where like a lineup is stacked or yeah, they see something else, you know? Exactly. And then, I mean, that's a that's a crazy story for the the Baylor story. Um, what what was the reaction when he just offered you on the spot? And did you go to Baylor in the fall? Like, were you a fall admit, or did you wait until the spring that year? Uh, no, I went right in the fall. I had like wow. basically two or three weeks to kind of gather myself and, and get over there. But I made sure to go visit with my family. I think it was like a week and a half before and they gave us that much time to wait which was awesome because I think that was yeah. like I don't know if that was breaking a rule or what what it was but they were able to get me in last minute and um like when I went there I was obviously like this is the place for me yeah like there's no better opportunity that I could have had like this so I couldn't you know I couldn't uh turn it down in a way because it was like exactly. you get there and it's like you can't say no right what was that conversation like I mean when he offered you um because I mean something we talk about all the time is you know how do you really gauge interest and obviously you know he's interested because he's like I will give you a scholarship on site like right now right here right now but how much were they talking to you before that zero like literally didn't even didn't even know like really who they were they were just like there to see me and I guess the story was that they were old uh they were the coaching staff at Pepperdine before that and Mm -hmm. so they were transitioning from Pepperdine to Baylor so it was going to be their first year and I guess they were looking for one more infielder and then they went to that workout and then asked me so that conversation with them it was just kind of like you know, I had no idea if they were going to guarantee me like playing there. I was just so fortunate that it was like a good D1 school and that I could get there and, you know, try a little harder to see if I can get in that lineup. And, yeah, you know, obviously when I got there, I had to work really, really hard because there was a lot of really good players there. So, but it was yeah. just an overall great experience. That's awesome. Was there anything in specific that you were looking for in a college, you know, when you started this whole thing or was it kind of just, you know, I'm going to play my butt off and obviously 
if D1 schools come talking to me, I'm going to try to play at the highest level um, and just kind of see where the offers go. Was that just kind of the mentality? That's exactly what it was, really. I mean, that's spot on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I committed to University of Pacific because I just wanted to go play baseball. Right. And not saying that Pacific's a bad school. It's just that it was the first school that gave me interest and was like, hey, we want you to play here. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but really, I mean, it was just kind of – I was just – I didn't know if I could play my options, but it was just – it happened so last minute and – it's just cool. Yeah. Awesome. And Bis, I mean, here, here's a big question. Um, <laughs> orange Lutheran high school. It's in, is it technically an orange or is it technically in Anaheim Hills? It's an know. orange. Is it technically an orange? Yeah. Um, I mean, this, I mean, can you talk about your, your, your high school, like how good they are? I mean, from, I think when I was at Chapman, you guys, or their team went to the North Carolina tournament, the high school tournament, and won it like three years in right. a row. I mean, you guys, what, had like three or four first-round draft picks from like I don't even know what years, but legit program um, led by Eric Borba. How much did attending Olu um, do you think helped you in the recruiting process? I think it played a big role for sure. Um, and I think the biggest part that helped me as a player and like helped me to grow was to see players like Josh Morgan and to see players like Jason Martin. And, um, you know, we didn't go to school at the same time, but Garrett Cole was there and I grew up watching him before going to high school. And I was like, wow, this guy's really good. And like, yeah. you know, just being around those guys that are so elite early, it made me feel like I wanted to, I wanted to be with them and, and like, get better somehow and try to join them. But um, as far as the recruiting process, I think that helped having those guys, like those names, you know, on the team, because every practice or every game, there would always be, you know, at least like five or 10 coaches or scouts there, you know, but it's weird because it didn't even like pan out to be for me really, because it just ended up so late with Baylor. It didn't happen until my senior year right before then. So but it did help to kind of get my name out there and, and, you know, at least be seen with some of those other guys on the field when, when they're playing. Absolutely. I mean, I guess when I think of that question, the first thing I think of is one, you're getting that, I guess, indirect exposure, you know, you play well one day, go three for three with a bomb, even though the winds at Hart park are always blowing in. Um, <laughs> um you know, you never know what could happen, but on the flip side, you're playing with guys who, who are legit, who are going to these big D one schools who are going to play professional baseball and you're in the Trinity league, like indirectly you're, you're one, you're going to get better. Um, and two, like just, you seen that talent every day. Um, I think we talked about this with Bly actually of, of um, we were talking about with him in Vegas when he was growing up, there were just so many first, second, third rounders out of coming out of Vegas at that time. And, you know, being able to, to work out with those guys, you see that you're not very different from them, you know, it's a couple steps, keep working. Um, but no, I think that's, that's awesome aspect. Um, Biss, is there any advice you'd give to kids going through this right now? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, 
the number one thing I could I could give to younger players is do your best to never compare yourself to one another. Uh, as far as like, you know, for example, like when I was there at Orange Lutheran and I was with Josh Morgan, I would never say like, oh, like I want to be just like Josh Morgan. Like how is he there at this level? And then how, you know, what about me? It's like everybody has their own path to where they're supposed to end up. And that's a tough thing to handle at a young age too, because sometimes you could be an absolute stud and not the right people are looking at you and you're just not getting the right eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say to keep working on your craft and find what you're really good at and be really, really good to the point where it's like noticeably better than, you know, than those around you, not to like, you know, kind of, it's, it's hard, it's hard to answer that, but in a way, that you're going out there every day and working on your craft so that you can say that you got better that day and then have nobody be able to take that away from you. Absolutely. Um, and another thing I would say is just literally just go out there and have fun and enjoy the adversity that's thrown your way because there's going to be a lot of adversity, but baseball is a game of adjustments and it's a lot more than just a game sometimes because it can really, I mean, life can be like this and then like this mm-hmm. because you care about baseball so much, but don't focus the result, focus on the result, focus on the feeling. That's what I could say. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I would just say go have fun, enjoy it. And not everybody gets to play baseball and not everybody gets to go out there and, and uh, compete. So just enjoy every part of it. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Bis. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Um, it's been awesome. Good luck the rest of the year. I know you'll kill it. Thank you. I'll be right there with you, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, thanks again. Yes, sir. <laughs>